Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in. 11 o'clock hour here on a Thursday. I want to thank Adam and his staff for dropping off Wing Zone Catering today to the ESPN Louisville Studios. Hey, perfect for your next get-together. You can try out their new chicken sandwich. Totally worth trying out. You can dip it in any of their sauces. Order that online, wingzone.com. A ton of great deals on the website as well. Just $5.99 for that chicken sandwich. A great spot to get lunch. Three area locations are down there on Dixie Highway in front of Holy Cross High School, of course. Huntsinger Lane in Hikes Point and the location in Audubon Park just outside of there on Poplar Level Road. We go to Jay Davis now. He is on the line. He's presented by our friends at Lana Sports. L-A-N-A Sports.com. Use Jay's code ABA20. Uh, when you get in there, you will get 20% off of your order. Uh, what's it like getting royalty checks, my friend? <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Okay, all right. Well, those bums better get it together. A lot I'm of sure. sports. I'm just kidding. no. I'm not. I'm not worried about that I'm sure, I'm <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, I'm uh, not worried about it at all. I, you know, I actually, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I check the website all the time. I'm torn, you know, as far as like what to buy, but I'm gonna I'll come to a decision soon here. That is a that is a money pit for sure in the best way. All right, <laughs> a lot of sports.com because you just want everything on the site, right? I mean, it is one of those things. Um, all right, so we, yeah, you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I opened the show today actually talking about Tony Petiti, of all things, because I thought his comments about the Big Ten and what they want to have going forward were really telling. Um, because he, he talks about two things that are very outside of the norm of how you and I grew up with the Big Ten, right? We had to hear about the Rose Bowl all the time. We had to hear about academics all the time. We had to talk, you know, hear about fairness and all these kinds of things. You'll hear about any of that with him. And what you hear from him no. is, we need to have competitive games in November, and he's talking about TV ratings, and then we need to have as many spots in the CFP as we possibly can. Now, if I'm the ACC commissioner, I don't like this conversation, because we're about to vote on a 5 plus 7, and I get one of those spots if I'm the ACC commissioner. Do you think eventually, and by the way, my, my conclusion to this, and I should do this uh, for you, is... Not only is the 12 team going to expand to more than that because the SEC and the Big Ten see that as a chance to make more money, but I think the automatic qualifier part of this will go away as well. What says Jay Davis? I think the automatic qualifier part, you know, should go away. It's, I mean, you know, nine times out of ten. So you you mentioned expanding, you know, past 12. If you go past 12, you know, the highest group of five still going to get in, you know, because they're like, you know, Boise State in their best year would go like, 12 and one with the conference championship game and be ranked in the top 20 because they play, you know, at least one non-conference game. So, I mean, Petiti, you know, he was a key guy, you know, everything he says, you know, in this, in this story that was published yesterday, you know, Steve sounds like somebody who, who was in TV production for a long time. So the one part that I, that I did like in what he said was, you know, making November, you know, better because, you know, being a Big Ten alum, you know, being a nerd for college football, every week I look at the schedule and, you know, there'd be, there's probably like, it feels like take out the last week, take out rivalry week, Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. There's probably two weeks, you know, in the heart of conference play, you know, like late October, one in November, where you have Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, you know, and then you have, you know, Michigan, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State. Now, I know that'll change a bit, you know, adding the four Pac-12 teams. That'll add, you know, some more interest. But, you know, I get what he's saying. You know, there, there'll be weeks where you look at the Big Ten schedule, you know, late in the season, and you're like, oh, you know, there's really no, you know, there's no major implications in any of this game. But, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, everything in college football feels like it's run by TV people now. So, you know, they go, they say, you know, we can't do this 
14 playoff because the kids, you know, have class. Now they're going to 12 in the playoffs. Pretty much going to be all December, and they're probably going to have to bump it up to 24. Mm. I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not sure exactly if they'll go to 24 next, but I would, they'll probably add, you know, go to 16 at least. Yep. So I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna happen, you know, because there's too much money in it. Yeah, and at some point, too, you take the buys out, you just get the games because if you take the top four teams out of the games, the games are less interesting, right? So I just think long-term, yeah, this thing's going to expand, and it is uh, what it is. On the basketball side, there is talk of constantly of the, of the tournament expanding. Um, I, I think those of us who love the tournament obviously don't want that to happen, but I think it's going to, and I think it's going to be because of guys like Tony Petiti and, and, and Sankey down in the SEC – what kind of expanded SEC or expanded NCAA tournament would Jay Davis be okay with? Do you think? I, I'm not. You know, I think 68 is perfect. You know, you get playing games Tuesday and Wednesday, leading into the you know the best two days in in college sports to me. You know that that the round of 64 on that Thursday and Friday. I mean, what, you know, how far are they going to take it? 96 just to make sure like every Power Six team gets in. You know, it's it's not going to. All right, so. To me, this year so far, the West has been the best "quote unquote" mid-major in the country. You know, Utah State, New Mexico, San Diego State, uh, Boise. Uh, you know, there's you know there's another team in there that's you know Colorado State. They got five or six teams that I think all should make the tournament. If you expand, you know, when they have you know when those teams are at like you know seventeen and eleven, but they play a tough schedule and a tough mid-major, I don't think those spots are going to go to them. It's going to go to you know nine and eleven. You know, Rutgers because they play in they play in the ten, or it's going to go to you know eight and twelve South Carolina because they play in the SEC. I don't want to see that, you know. And I mean, the NIT hasn't really missed anything in probably like you know thirty five at least thirty five years. So at that point, you know, don't you just get the NIT and the CBI, you know, all these other you know the the newer you know second third tier tier tournaments if you're going to add more teams you know like I, I don't understand it you know I don't I don't think it's necessary I don't like it you know usually I usually I come around on this stuff I, I know I sound like an old man yelling at a car right, now but I get it I don't, I don't think I don't think it makes sense you know it, it's perfect the way it is what you expand to 96 if you double it and go to what one 136 you know are you gonna or you know 128 whatever are you gonna you know the first round is gonna be like a week and a half and you know like we doing at that point the, the allure of it is like you know particularly for me every year since like 2010 i'm like all right i'm taking those first two days off you know like <laughs> am, I, are, pe- are people are people gonna have to take a week to work in a few years right yeah no it's a good question jay davis with us he's at jay davis underscore 1981 on twitter by the way you can check all of his uh work out there <clears throat> as well um yeah no it's an interesting conversation and, and just you know the ohio state job comes open and there's a lot of speculation here and a lot of assumption here, uh, and I use the word assumption on purpose, that there will be a coaching opening at the Yum Center as well uh, for U of L. And um, I ask you sort of openly, given all of the changes, all the realignment, all the things that are happening, and just the current states of the programs, what's a better job right now and who's going to get a better coach, Ohio State or Louisville? Ohio State, I mean, excuse me, Louisville's, I think, still a better job. But, you know, at this point with, I mean, you got to, I don't know if this is going across the basketball, but I'm just thinking about what the football team did, you know, in terms of the, in terms of the portal, you know, getting a new quarterback, getting probably the best running back in the SEC. You know, they're bringing all these guys because Ohio State's, you know, NIL, you know, program, their, their collective is very strong. Um, but I, I still think Louisville's a better job. Uh, you know, when this came out, I was texting with some people, you know, including you, you know, and, and you know, Mark Ennis was wondering, you know, why didn't they, I, I did say, you know, Ohio State beat Louisville to the punch, although I didn't really understand it, you know, because with the slide they're on, their season is going to be over in three weeks anyway. So what are they, you know, I, I don't really understand what they're, you know, who they're going to target in this, you know, this extra three weeks that they have because everybody who they want it's probably trying to get ready for conference tournaments in the tournament. So, you know, I don't, I haven't seen anything that said, you know, Chris Holman was like, all right, it's time for me to go. You know, I know right. they said Gene Smith, you know, made a decision and not the new AD who's coming in. I can't remember his name. Sorry about that. But yeah, you know, Gene Smith made this decision. So, you know, just the timing of that firing was a little weird to me. You know, I mean, they started 12 and two and then they just fell apart, you know, once they got to the heart of big 10 play, but 
I mean, I still think Louisville's a better job. Um, and, you know, just from a hiring cycle standpoint, I'm not sure who Ohio State thinks they're going to get out in front of, you know, in that process with, like I said, everybody who they're probably looking at is trying to get ready for, for March. Ross Bjork. That's the new AD at Ohio State. His name is Ross Bjork for some reason. Uh, he played at Dodge City High School uh, in Kansas. How about that? Do you know anything about Dodge City? I do not. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Tanner, do you know anything about Dodge City? We've got a different producer today. We lost our guy, Zach. No, I do not. Nothing about Dodge City, Kansas? Really? Okay. All right. How about that? It's not, not on my list of <laughs> cities or towns that I know. Uh, it is uh, one of the oldest... Uh, frontier towns in America. It was on the uh, Santa Fe Trail. Why I know that, I don't know. How about that? I don't know why that's in my head. And well, not my wife's favorite color. How about that? You're a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> wealth of useless knowledge. That's me, Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. Jay Davis with me at Jay Davis underscore 1981. Uh, on Twitter, Kentucky got the win the other night against Ole Miss. Uh, we were talking about that game ahead of it on 40 Minutes of Pod, our college basketball podcast. Um, what do you like to see from teams to anoint something a turnaround rather than just a one a one game sort of sample size? I mean, they have to go into the conference tournament, you know, on a bit of a, a bit of a under, you know that that was a good win. Um, I mean, Chris Beard for you know his personal missteps is a is a really is a really good coach, but you know they they're going. I saw what Auburn did to South Carolina last night. I wondered why that line. Auburn minus 11 and a half. Um, they're going into a snake pit on Saturday. Um, you know, they still have Tennessee and Alabama, Mississippi State's fighting for, you know, a spot in the tournament. Like, I think they need to close strong. They actually, you know, look better on defense than I think they have in probably like two or three weeks. Mm. And, you know, that was big. So that that's that's the one thing that I think really needs to carry on because we know they can score. You know, we all talk about you know, the depth they have, you know, in the in the backcourt on the wing with scores and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I want to see their defense improve, and, you know, I want to see them finish these last seven – finish strong in these last seven or eight games. Uh, a texter wants to know uh, if you think the Big Ten or the ACC is going to be better going forward in basketball. Uh, in basketball? Uh, I, I mean, I think, it. you know, we're – USC is really bad right now. That I think that's going to – you know, stick UCLA is kind of turning things around a little bit the last couple of weeks. Um, Oregon's always going to be tough. You know, we saw Michigan. Go, I know Michigan's not, you know, very great this year, but, you know, they went in there just, you know, and lost. Um, you know, Oregon's still, you know, near the top of the Pac-12. Pac um, Washington, you know, traditionally does put guys in the NBA and, you know, have really good prospects. I still think the the Big Ten's going to be better than the ACC just because of, you know, I think the teams we're adding for basketball – we, I say that because, you know, obviously Michigan State, but I mean, Cal, SMU, um, you know, Stanford, yeah, Stanford right. those aren't, you know, re- I, w- I would probably say right now, SMU probably has the best basketball program out of all three of those schools. So, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. you know, just, just based on, you know, with the expansion, I think the Big Ten is going to be better. Um, where do you rank the teams this season? Is there a, um, because you mentioned the Mountain West. Um, where do you rank the, the conferences this season? I know you're a big Big 12 guy. Are they still the best conference this year, or is there another place to look? Um, for me this year, the best conference still, you know, the Big 12. It's You know, it seems a little topsy-turvy because you look at Kansas, you know, sitting there with five losses, um, you know, near the middle of the league. But that shows how, you know, that that's more, uh, you know, that's more kind of a snapshot of college basketball as a whole because Kansas is really bad in true road games. But, I mean, you know, you have Houston still a top-five team. Kansas right now, until Monday, is still in the top ten. They have, I think, seven or eight ranked teams, you know, right now. They're probably going to have – they have a really good shot to probably get nine, ten teams in the tournament. So, I still I still like the Big 12. Um, I do think so far this year, in terms of competitiveness for me, the Mountain West is probably number two. You know, Utah State's at the top of that league with three losses. There's, uh, you know, four, four, four loss teams behind them, and then Colorado's at seven and five. Um, I think five of those six will get in. I think UNLV still has a lot of work to do, even though they've won five games in a row. But you know, San Diego State, New Mexico, Utah State, Boise, Colorado State. I'm, I'm positive those five teams will be in the tournament field. And then I think after those two, you know, it's a, it's kind of a bit of a toss up. I do, I like the top of the Big East. Um, 
you know, there, there's a little bit of depth there. I think they have probably there's a clear cut top three in the big East. And then it kind of falls off a little bit after that. Um, the ACC to me has been pretty weird this year, especially with North Carolina's, you know, bit of struggle since the, since the win over Duke. And then, you know, Virginia had won like eight or nine games in a row. And then they lose the other night to Pittsburgh at home. And, you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is a middle of the pack ACC team. Um, and then probably, you know, the Big Ten and then, you know, probably the – well, probably the I, – actually, I would put the SEC ahead of the Big Ten just because I like, you know, I like the variance in style to play in the SEC more than I do Ten. So, I and then after the Big Ten, you know, is the Pac-10 and then, you know, all the smaller leagues. So you have the ACC ahead of the SEC and the Big Ten? Is that what you said? No, I would probably put the ACC behind both of those. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, just because of, I mean, I like North Carolina, but, and I think, you know, somebody put out a tweet, I said in 2017, when they won the title, they went five and two in February, you know, and I know this is kind of like the dog days of the season, you know, everybody's ready, you know, March is coming, but, you know, I'm, you know, just look at, I think there are, of all of the, of all of the leagues, I can see the champ possibly coming from the big 12, the big East and maybe Purdue. Um, I can't. I don't. I can't see Carolina winning six games in the tournament. Um, you know, I don't really see, you know, Arizona doing it. So my top three right now would probably be the Big Twelve, the Mountain West, just in terms of competitiveness, then the SEC, the Big Ten. Excuse me, the Big Twelve, the Mountain West, the Big East, the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac Ten, and then the Pac Twelve. Sorry, I'm getting a, a lot of good texts. Uh, my son went to a birthday party the other day. We had to buy V-Bucks, which is a Fortnite um, way of getting tokens, essentially, for a game. And people are telling me, uh, I said F-Bucks instead of V-Bucks uh, because it was Fortnite. <laughs> and I said, there's probably a reason they didn't go with F-Bucks. And a texter saying F-Bucks is what I gave my wife for Valentine's Day. hey yo, I uh, appreciate that very much. Uh, uh, the texter, uh, same texter, uh, if I'm a coach in the SEC, why would I take an ACC job at this point when the ACC could be going away or be changing in a significant way? Look, I, I think it's, and, and pointing out the Big Ten has more job security. I, look, I, I just think there's more money. I mean, Ohio State's willing to just pay the $12 million bucks to their basketball coach. I mean, that, that's the difference. That's where when people talk about the gap in funding at these places, Jay, not being a big deal, I shake my head because Ohio State can just wash away their, their bad choices with money, right? And, and so that's the difference is, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to use a specific school as an example, but if you have half as much money, I mean, you can't just wash away your sins that way. Right. I mean, you know, this isn't any different than culture where big businesses can wash away their sins by, you know, settling out of court or, you know, whatever else. I mean, this isn't so different now with college sports. And I think that's the biggest difference going forward. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what it is. You know, you you have the big two and the, you know, little how many what there's like there's like I think there's like 34 basketball conferences. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, less than football, I think, but. You know, it's, it's the Big Two and the Big Ten and the SEC and everybody else. And, you know, there's so many teams right now that are fighting to get into these, you know, these leagues. And I understand why. But, you know, we've talked about this before. It's been a while. I still think at some point, you know, some of these programs, and these administrations and athletic departments are going to look at it and realize what are we doing? Like, I look at Rutgers. You know, Rutgers, you know, you know football, they haven't added anything you know, to the Big Ten, you know. So in terms of, I mean, I I know they're competing at the highest level, but, you know, at a certain point, you don't want to get your head bashed in, you know, you know, eight out of these, you know, nine, ten conference games. So, you know, why wouldn't Rutgers join the American, you know, for right. a little bit more competitive balance? You know, there's, I think at some point that's, that's going to start to happen. You know, I know it's not probably, it's probably not going to be for another decade, you know, with, you know, the way the TV rights deals are set up, but I do think that's eventually going to happen to kind of restore a little bit more competitive balance for some of these, you know, bottom tier, you know, Big Ten. Uh, I think it's going to happen in the SEC just because the bottom tier teams in the SEC have been in that league for so long. Yeah, their legacy, you know, yeah, that's right. Vanderbilt and all that. Yeah, you know, you know, some, it's like, you know, you know, at some point, you know, depending on what happens with Cincinnati, they might go back to the American or, you know, there's, there's going to be some, you know, some leveling out all of this realignment. All right. Well, uh, Jay, they've announced uh, that NCAA football 25 
is coming out. They have a they have a Twitter page for it and everything. Are you ready to do twenty minutes on the best sports games of all time? Yeah, all right. uh, I actually have that. I got I pulled up Twitter. I was waiting for us to go to a break so I could watch the teaser. It's like a minute and a half. Oh, um, there's a teaser. Friend, I'm, yeah, all right, we're just going to play the teaser on air then. That's what we're going to do. Tanner, find that. We're going to do that next. Hey, uh, before we go to break, a reminder uh, that Jay is presented by our friends at Lana Sports, L-A-N-A Sports.com. If you remember the ABA, Dr. J, Dan Issel, Rick Berry, the Colonels, the Pacers, all those great teams, that red, white, and blue basketball, thanks to Lana Sports. A family-owned business based in Indiana, backed by countless ABA legends. Hey, that basketball is back, made with quality composite leather. Basketball is an absolute must-have. Whether you're wanting to train or you just want a great piece for your man cave, Lana Sports, they've got you covered. Check them out. Lana Sports, L-A-N-A Sports.com. Original ABA basketball today. ABA 20 is our promo code. You get 20% off your order. Lana Sports, where the ABA lives on. We go from the ABA to video games. We do it next here. Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Oh yes, rumors are true. This is Rabo and Co. here, ESPN 680-1057. Taking you through your Thursday, Bobby V after us at noon, and of course, three to six. Today you will get the round table. Uh Strebel back in the saddle after uh, parent teacher conferences. How about that? Uh we had a discussion yesterday, Tanner. If Strebel just sits down and says, Your kid's a bum your bum parents, and then that's the whole discussion. And he just sees 20 families, calls all of them bums, and he goes home. You're like the Kenny Payne of parents. <laughs> You're the Kenny Payne of parents, you bums. That's exactly right. Jay Davis with us uh, in his usual spot here on Thursdays on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. They have announced uh, that they're bringing college b- football back uh, to video games. And Jay, I have to ask, before we get into you know some sort of top five list or discussion of all these great games... Is there a sport that you played the video game but otherwise did not follow? Snowboarding. Okay, there it is. That's a really good one. <laughs> it's like it's a Tony Hawk so, game, or what was it? No, uh, sophomore year uh, is when the PlayStation 2 dropped, and That's right. my buddy Roe, one of my best friends in the world, you know, he. so my roommate was a freshman. His name was Tim, and we had class, and, you know, Tim – Tim's very smart, but, you know, he wasn't like, all right, I got to go to class all the time. So Tim went to Best Buy in Okemos to pick and to wait in line for the PS2. And one of the games that, you know, we got was SSX and it's snowboarding. And there's like eight characters and all these different courses. And, you know, you just do all these tricks. And I remember, you know, trying, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not playing this, but I sat down and played it. And, you know, I, I, I like instantly fell in love with it. And then, and then the second one was called SSX Tricky. <laughs> and, we, and that was that I got my PS2. Uh, I think it was like the next spring or something like that. And you know, the goal was always to you know you do these courses, and we were just we would just play to see if we could get a million points with the tricks and the flips and stuff like that on these courses. And about what is it five years five years ago now, I found a PS2 on eBay for oh, yeah. thirty or forty dollars. And there's a, uh, you know, they have all those, like, it's not GameStop, but, you know, there's those yeah. like, dish replay stores like that where you can get video games for, like, they had a they had a bin of EA Sports games for 99 cents. And I bought all, I bought, like, and this will get back to what we're talking about, I bought three, I bought the both of the first two SSXs, and then I bought, like, eight, co- eight college footballs from, like, 02 to 2010. And, you know, obviously I don't really get to play it that much anymore, sure. but there was a stretch where I was playing it like every night after, you know, my wife and then we only, we had only, we only had one child at that point. So my, my wife and Josephine, and my daughter Josephine, they would go to bed and I would stay up for a couple hours and play all of them. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that snowboarding game, that's like my favorite video game. 
Dude, you're getting a lot of support on the text line for that one. That is hilarious, by the way. The black guy from Inkster playing the snowboarding game makes me eternally happy, I have to say. I love that so much. Tanner, you're nodding, too. I saw you nodding. Yeah, Jay, who's your favorite character from that game? There it is. I, had to go, I <laughs> always go with the, uh, the Matt, dude with baby. the orange uh, afro. No, my my favorite was Matt because he was the smallest guy in the game, and okay. you know, you know, like before you start his course, all of them would say something, okay. and you know, he would he he was a little braggadocious, and you know, that's that's what drew me to Mac, and I, I think that's the only guy you ever use on that game. Oh man, um, <laughs> texture! I don't know why they sent this in, but I love it. Uh, a video of Tiger pulling out a can of dip or dip pouches and popping some in. What can I say? He's one of us. Thank you for texting that in. I appreciate you thinking that that I should read that on air, so I did. Uh, texter, I cared nothing about soccer until I played FIFA 2004. Uh, the, the Italian dude with the ponytail was unstoppable. There is a fair amount of literature out there studying kids in America growing up on FIFA and becoming soccer fans because of the video game, not because it was televised or anything like that. I'd, I'd cheer for the I'd cheer for Cameroon because Boom. of Samuel Eto. Okay, perfect. No joke. Right there it is. And I think you know I think there are lots of people like Tanner out there, and I'm certainly one of these kids. Grew up on that game. FIFA '98 was the first time I played it, and um, and it was just one of those games on my computer that was just so freaking fun uh i had the sort of same reaction that jay did to this you know snowboard, snowboarding game uh and the whole thing obviously there's implications with this jay about uh, with nil and all those kinds of things with the video games do you do you think we should have just figured this out a long time ago as far as the video games or do you think this was just always you know the, the abandoned stuff like it was always going to have to be like this because it's the ncaa it was always going to have to be like this you know like i said you know you go from you know, you go from being suspended, you know, $500 handshakes to, you know, now we have NIL collectives for every school. And eventually, you know, and I heard somebody else mention this yesterday, we're going to be at a point where these athletic departments are going to hire general managers to handle all of this stuff. You know, but it's again, it's another instance of, you know, the schools not wanting to, you know, share, share the wealth. with, And I know it's not every program not wanting to share the wealth with the players. That's why this took so long. You know, first they didn't want them to get anything. And then, you know, this, this video game, you know, with the copies from this video game, how much would they have, how much would all the players have actually made? But, you know, I'm glad it finally happened. And I don't have a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox. Uh, my best friend just uh, tweeted back at me. He tweeted out the trailer. He said, we got to get you a <laughs> PS5 or an Xbox. But, I mean, I just go to his house, you know, once or twice a year and play it because I'm not going to have time to do that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, texter, uh, best game ever is NHL 93 on Sega. Okay. He points out I like the ninety four. Well, okay, this is this is the thing. So the Sega hockey games in the nineties were whatever the level up from Fire, Scorching Inferno, whatever that is. That's what they were. They were fantastic. Um, and NHL ninety four, NHL ninety five, NHL ninety three is always a debate amongst people in our age group. Jay that played all those games. I have to imagine. And by the way, this is why you go to college. Because if Jay just stays an inkster, he never plays a, a snowboarding game, right? It's just not. <laughs> it's not one of those things. What I mean, did you, how much hockey did you end up playing in college as well? You know what? Well, we didn't play hockey. Uh, wow. You know, we it was it was a lot of it was a lot of college football, uh, a lot of Madden and SSX and oh, yeah. what my buddy Los. You know, you don't you know Los. Oh you know, yeah. He, play little he, basketball games. You know, fight night <laughs> and oh, fight, oh, fight night. We actually, we actually didn't play a lot of fight night. Uh, <sighs> And another game that you know turned me on to something that I never really was at Tiger Woods. I, I I got addicted to Tiger Woods golf for for a while too. But yeah, we you know we you know we we never did hockey. I did hockey. Um, I used to go to a, a boys and girls club near my house. You know, play basketball stuff like that. And we used to play uh, NHL '94 there for a little okay. bit. And yeah. you know that it was you know it, it was almost like soccer for me. Like I think I played FIFA once and I couldn't get a, I couldn't get the hang of it. So I just didn't want to do it anymore. Uh, so the EA Sports uh, College is out, and so Scott Van Pelt has tweeted, I won titles with Yale, Howard, Service Academies, Mac Schools, and had about a dozen different Maryland dynasties going. That was long ago. I'm too old now. Hell with that. I'm going to teach my children about competitive dominance. Where's Daddy? I think he's recruiting Stanford Steve. Again? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Tecmo that Super Bowl coming down the text line. Go ahead. Tecmo Super Bowl is great. Uh, they expanded the playbook a little bit there. But That's right. That was the most fun. You know, you take like Eastern Michigan and win seven national championships in a row, and then the only job you would get, you know, because after a while, 
you get offers for new jobs. And after leading Eastern Michigan to seven national championships in a row, the best job offer I got was Northwestern. <laughs> I love that stuff. It's so good. Jay Davis with us. Jay Davis underscore 1981 on Twitter. Um, I mean, look, multiplayer Goldeneye coming down from N64, which, by the way, if you oh, ever yeah. show up at my house, I still have it, and I have a TV intentionally that takes the red, white, yellow uh, adapter <laughs> so that I can still play that game. <laughs> so if you want to come by my house and get dominated in some Goldeneye, uh, have at it. I also, by the way, just had an idea. That's a great radio bit. And I should probably go do a remote where we play Goldeneye and a bunch of listeners show up and we just mess around. I think that could be a lot of fun. I, I, I come down there for that. <laughs> I know a guy who flunked out of college because of Goldeneye. Really? <laughs> I'm not going to say his name on air because I know our friends listen to this segment. But I just, uh, yes, a guy who lived across the hall from me in Phillips flunked out of college because of Goldeneye. Not even a question mm-hmm. in my mind. We had a buddy uh, who lived down the hall from us. Uh, he, he didn't flunk out or anything, but I just remember this one time as our buddy Greg. One night, I think probably for like 36 hours straight, he played. He, like I said, he lived down the hall. Keep that in mind. How many hours? For 36, oh, no. For 30, 36 hours straight, he played, <laughs> I think it was Metal Gear. He played Metal Gear Solid in our oh, room for like a day and a half Gear straight. Dude, yeah. until, and, I, and I don't even think he beat the game. Oh, no. <laughs> Tanner, are you old enough for some of these references? Did you get to play the Sega NHL games? Yeah, because we got, have those. We I have got, that here, I got by the to way. play a few of the Sega ones because my okay. dad. We have kept a Sega Genesis in the studio here, actually, with a bunch of those games. So that's, I mean, it's that's a. We don't. I, I okay. So before the show, I don't know if people care at all about the process of getting ready for this ridiculous thing. I I go play Papa Shot every day here because we have a couple of them in the back, and I made twenty six straight shots today, Jay. I don't know what that means. Besides nothing, twenty six. Yeah, we uh we went to a birthday party on Saturday. Yeah, uh for our buddy Dave's daughter Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. And they had a they they had a pop a shot machine there, and I think I think in thirty seconds I hit like thirty five shots in a row. I didn't miss a shot. That's I was fantastic. I love it. Um, like Clay Thompson, twenty sixteen. Texter saying I almost flunked out of sophomore year of high school because of Gran Turismo two. The Gran Turismo games were absolute fire. The racing games. I don't know how good they are now, but a buddy of mine had the GT two. And it had he had the actual clutch and shifter for that game. So for Gran Turismo, yes, and that oh my gosh, <laughs> just just high level stuff. And I'm playing on the automatic just because I can't, I couldn't control all of those things and be a, a, a productive driver essentially. And so uh, Texas <laughs> like, look, man, NHL '94 is obviously the goat, but I always loved NHL '93 because it still had the crazy injuries and fights. They did start to get rid of the injuries. Um, that was one of the first games that started to uh, play down the amount of blood being spilled onto the ice. Was old NHL '94. Uh, Texter, once you found a way to download rosters on NCAA, your life was permanently changed. Is also true. Yes, that is also true. Um, yeah, that's what kept people into it the last yep. decade. You know, you could yep. you could just download the rosters. What well, the last one was? What twenty fourteen with Denar Robinson on the cover? That's what yep. kept people into it. Once they started, I think I got away from it. Well, I I never did because I just like playing. For some reason, I got away from Madden once I like fell in love with college football. So, mm-hmm. but I just remember you know you being able to take your memory card out of the PS two. Well, you know, use it for yep. Madden to like upload like the draft classes and stuff and. You know, I, I just never did that because I just right. I, I don't even remember why it was, but for some reason I got away from Madden and I just got I just got stuck on college. That's probably the reason why I like college football better than the NFL now. Mm. You're not missing much from Madden. <laughs> I'm telling you that Madden <laughs> oh, has not changed. Yeah, no, I think I, the last that's I kind think, of my sense too. Yeah, like last like five six years. Last, yeah, I think the last Madden I played when they put the. Uh, I, I used to like to do the drills on Madden and yeah. the one where yeah, you know, like the like the pass like the passing view yep. where Peyton Manning could see the whole field yes. and I would always use Michael Vick and Michael Vick had like a sliver a sliver of that, <laughs> you know, where he could where he could only see like part of one guy. Yeah, love this text. I uh, text are saying four three seven nine six eight UPS jobs text line. Obviously, we have a ton of these. Uh, I'm with Tanner. I can't find it on a map, but Cameroon is my team. How about that? I like that. There you go. Uh, text I took North Texas to back to back titles. You damn right, you did. You damn right. Uh, speaking of which, you know, uh, Detroit Mercy won the uh, game last night. I used to. Game. I used to take either Kent State or Akron and make them the University of Detroit. 
and then I would have to build from the bottom. And they, we'd go like four and eight the first season. And then, of course, if you just recruited a kid hard enough in the game, he would just show up at your school, five-star running back. Uh, and then you would just hand the ball off 40 times. And that's a uh, idea. Uh, Texter, I have a game room office that I have all the old gaming systems in, starting with Atari. <sighs> okay. That's one thing I don't remember. You know, we uh, obviously we talk a lot of college basketball here. Sure. I never got into any of the college basketball games that just, Oh, you know, there was one was that like was so freaking fun. I think it was 2001's MSU team. So you got Jay Rich and Charlie Bell. Oh, I, yeah, that's the one. That's that was the fire. One that had, uh, Kenya, Kenya Martin, Martin. cover. Yep, yep. Uh, Texter Need for Speed Underground uh, was the goat. Mm. I didn't get to play many of the Needs for Speed games, man. I got that might be a, a gap in my knowledge here. Uh, Texter, I flunked the first year of of college. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to laugh at you. Uh, when SOCOM US, uh, U.S. Navy SEALs came out in 2001 with the PS2 internet adapter. Yeah, those games were fire. It's okay. Uh, Texter, Midnight Club on PS2 was out of this world racing games. There's so many good racing games, man. That really, they got so good at those in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, Texter, uh, NCAA, I, uh, go ahead. Uh, NCAA football spring drills with the historical teams was unreal. Old school Colorado, nope, nope, Nebraska. Yep. Uh, Nebraska, the Miami teams were unstoppable. That, that's a great text. Uh, yes, that, yes, they were. That's a fantastic thing. But yeah, I, man, I getting to make your teams win with sports. I was telling the story that you know my son uh, got an NBA game on the Switch, and the Pistons get to be good now, and he's all excited about. It. I'm like, yeah, that's what video <laughs> games are for. That's right. <laughs> Who was uh, so obviously you know when you're playing, you're like, all right, you know, or playing against people, you know, like I grew up finished Man Arbor, so my buddy went Matt Love, Michigan, so yep. I would purposefully use Michigan State, even though I'm like, all right, we're probably going to get smoked. Get smoked here, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, did you did you have like a secondary team or guy? Because I remember, like for two years, I used Oregon just so Dennis Dixon could run all over the place. <sighs> Man, no, I didn't have another team. Not in college, at least. Um, in pro ball, I think I remember a year where I just played as the Rams when they were the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. Because that was really before teams were just throwing it all over the place. Now, all of us playing video games were just throwing it all over the place, right? Like, we were actually ahead of the times playing video yeah, games that way. Um, so, yeah, my favorite, my first year, I think it was my first or second year, freshman year of college, Florida State wins a championship. I love Peter Ward, right? So, Peter Ward, you know, because you know, at that, at, by that point, you could go into the playbook and redo formations, sub guys out on certain plays and formations. So I had like two different formations where Peter Work was lined up tight as a tight end because there was like no linebacker that could cover him, and I and I just sent him on go routes and like after five yards he I could get like an eighty five or ninety yard touchdown right. with him all the time and now right. you know now everybody runs that yeah that's exactly right uh, a ton of text coming in both on the text line and on the bat phone the NHL ninety three ninety four debate rages on my phone uh, on different texts one on the text line and one on my phone this is a game that is not in my it, that is in a blind spot for me Coach K college basketball on Sega. That is not I a game that I got that, to but play. I know what it is, yeah. Oh, I I didn't even know of it till right now. So that's a blind spot yeah. for me. Huh. Well, there you go. I didn't know Coach K had a game. How about that? I think it was I actually, you know what, the first year I think the year it came out was actually the year that like I think he uh he took ill when he realized his team wasn't gonna make the tournament. I think that was like ninety five. And I think it only had like what, thirty teams on it. Oh so, and I think I think I think that might have only came out for a year. Um Texter, I would coach. I would let the computer do its thing in NCAA 2014. Always started out as the as the UMass coach, then tried to work my way up uh, to UK. Oh, following the Calipari, I think that's a talk to text. Following the uh, the Coach Cal uh, route, tried to get. Uh, to, uh, to UK. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, Texter, the college uh, b-ball games with UNC when they had Felton, McCants, May, etc. were so good. They were unstoppable. Uh, and Jay Williams was also unstoppable. Well, in real life, Jay Williams was unstoppable in college. So that's uh, that's yeah. okay to say. That guy was unbelievable. Uh, Texter, I would coach uh, I would coach call the plays, then hit the button and let them do the thing. Um, oh, that's what it was. Okay. So he played the coach route and let the team play and see if you could work it up. Man, I couldn't do that. I had to control the play. Yeah, I couldn't I do that. that. I can do. I can simulate or like you know all the off season stuff. But once the, once it was time to play, I wanted to play. Uh, endorsement of Devin Hester at wide receiver. John Elway football on Super Nintendo. 
Underrated reference from our guy Kevin on that one for sure, man. Super Nintendo was underrated too. Uh, Texter, I love the Bill Walsh college football on Sega. That was mm. a good one. Always played with Michigan, and I ran the wishbone with Tyrone Wheatley and Tim Biakabatuka. Okay, so we do this down here a lot, Jay, because we do a lot of rivalry radio, a lot of blue and red, of like who's your favorite player on on your rival's team. Not even close for me, all-time favorite Michigan football player, Tim Biakabatuka, not close. I love that guy. Just, oh my, just a yeah. battering ram of a running back. I love that guy. Mine was Charles Wilson in basketball. Yeah, okay. Rose. Jalen Rose, yeah, for sure. No, I can see that. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. A reminder, Jay is presented by our friends at Lana Sports, L-A-N-A Sports.com. Uh, Get in, check it out. Uh, just a great website. I mean, even you know, even if you're not in the market right now, just go check out the website. Just a bunch of great um, a great options up there, a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, if you are nostalgic at all for the ABA, for Dr. J, for Dan Issel, those teams, that red, white, and blue basketball, it's back. Quality composite leather. Go find it there, L-A-N-A Sports.com. Use our code ABA20 get 20% off as well uh, on all of your purchases. Excite Bike got many mentions on this and the new Excite Bike is fire too. By the way, there's an Excite Bike level, I'm sure people have seen it on uh the new Mario Karts. That is out of this world fun as well. So if you haven't played that, go find the uh, go find that actual one uh, and go uh that's the the last game that I can really kick the bleep out of my kids in is Mario Kart. Thank God for Mario Kart. Uh, we'll, t- we'll wrap up the hour. Next, we'll get you into Bobby V here on ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. <laughs> Twitter's on fire right now because of this announcement. Here on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find the station at ESPN 680. If you ever miss part of the show, go back to the podcast center, ESPNLouisville.com. Make sure you check us out there uh, as well. The text are the greatest part of uh, Coach K basketball was played with Louisville and Bozak Smith was black. <laughs> so true i do love that stuff where you get uh guys who are the wrong race in their games it's just it's very funny uh my favorite uh and jay davis with us in his usual spot here in the 11 o'clock hour presented by lana sports l-a-n-a sports.com was is if you play uh like a fifa long enough and you become a national team coach so i always coach belgium of course because you know family and uh you'll play against sweden for like a european qualifier and if you play long enough, like half of their team becomes African guys <laughs> because it's just making them up, right? It's just the computer's just making them up. And it's like, that's not what Sweden's team looks like. It's oh, okay. That <laughs> happens in NHL. When you NHL get, does that When too, you get far great. into a franchise <laughs> yeah, mode yeah. and you draft a kid in the first round and it's like a Russian name, like Z- Vladimir right. Right. Zabudov. But he looks, but he looks like a guy in the Cameroon team. It's on a black FIFA, guy. Right? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. That, wait, that happened, that happened in a hockey game? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I have plenty of franchise guys that were very <laughs> Russian and also very black. <laughs> That's just great. I just love all of that. That's great. Uh, that is uh, Tanner hanging out with us today. Uh, Zachy C. Uh, resting up, hopefully back in the saddle uh, tomorrow. Uh, reminders of programming. Um, Horse Racing Happy Hour today. I'll be releasing an episode uh, with Steve Kornacki. How about this, Jay? So Steve Kornacki is joining the show again. He was on, oh. Jimmy, he was on Jimmy Kimmel on Monday. <laughs> He's doing the horse racing happy hour with me today. How about that? That's awesome. <laughs> it is. Awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I listen to that one tomorrow. This is his uh, third appearance on the show, I think. Something like that. We're doing a once a month uh, during the Derby Trail, so uh, he, he'll be hanging out a lot more. Good guy. Uh, he's been um, been uh, really good to the show. Really become 
become a good colleague. Frankly, he, he edited the show sheet for tonight's show. How about that? So he's he's been on enough that we're we're pinging him on the on the show sheets and everything else. Uh, and then tomorrow I will have uh, the latest rendition of uh, the Kentucky Racing Spotlight with Louis Rabot. That'll air tomorrow at six o'clock. We'll get you ready for the Risen Star and of course uh, the Dust Commander over at Turfway Park as well on Saturday, highlighting that racing here in the Commonwealth. Uh, as well. Uh, reminder, in this time slot on Sundays is the Sunday morning hangover. Nick Curran, Phil Baker, and Zachy C, of course, got you here, 680-1057 as well. All right, so we didn't talk any NBA today. Is there anything interesting to talk about, Jay? Uh, well, Draymond likes to run his mouth. You know, he called what, <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic and Kevin Durant cowards, you know, because they went at it. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. The Warriors are actually playing really well right now, uh, and I think Draymond coming back has a lot to do with it. They've Lost a tough game last night. They were up big on the Clippers, uh, but they're going into the all-star break, you know, in the last 25, 30 games looking pretty good. So I think, you know, they, they're probably going to still be a factor in the playoff race. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's been a fun season. Uh, I'm always excited, no matter how down people are on all-star games, you know, across the board, the NBA is still my favorite. So I'm looking forward to watching everything tomorrow night, you know, all the way through Sunday night. So, I think it's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I specifically want to see if Sabrina Ionescu shoots from the men's three-point line against mm. Steph Curry Saturday night like she said she would. We're okay with her using the women's ball, right? Like like three-point line, yeah. men's side, that's interesting. But, like, she should get to use the women's ball, yes? Yeah, for sure. I think so, too. Yeah, I okay. don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, no, that's what she trains with, and that's what she should use. Um, so you mentioned Draymond, and I'm now going to mention Isaiah Stewart. And the reason I do that is Isaiah Stewart got <laughs> arrested for a fight yesterday, and Draymond nearly killed a person and didn't get arrested. Uh, how bad did the Isaiah Stewart fight have to be that he got arrested in Arizona? Uh, pretty bad, you know. But the the interesting thing about it, you know, I was watching Sports Center this morning, and the lead into the highlights for Suns and Pistons was them mentioning the fight, you know, how it happened when Drew Eubanks was walking to the arena. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting leading into the highlights. You know, like the first shot's like a hero shot, like an establisher, and they showed Drew Eubanks. He's turning his head every which way, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, it, it doesn't it doesn't look like anything happened. But, I mean, something had to have happened. Isaiah Stewart, you know, that's, that's one guy, like, I mean, obviously you don't want – I don't want anybody to get arrested. But over the last couple of years – He's been the one guy on the Pistons who's always, like, shown, you know, the appropriate level of aggression with opposing teams. Like, I remember um, yes. being at a game when he uh, – And he actually he plays. Le- right, yeah. Like, he, no, he, yeah. He, he, want, he wanted – I remember being at a game a couple of years ago that he – when he wanted to fight LeBron. You know, he, he like <laughs> – Yep, he I remember that. chasing LeBron all over the place. Oh, yeah. So, I think that's a guy that the Pistons need to keep. You know, just – I feel like, you know, he's not very vocal – but I feel like, you know, if he were just a little bit more vocal, I think he would be like the heart and soul of the team. And I think that would, you know, that would just be really great for them to have a couple more guys like that. I, like I said, I don't want to – it sucks right. he got arrested. Don't want to get arrested. Whatever right. happened, yes, happened right, yeah. But, you know, just like, you know, just that kind of – it's weird to say that kind of mentality. But, you know, just looking at the Pistons the last couple years, that's a guy that they need. So I have a, um, I have a, a bad left eye – uh, with some redness here that Tanner can almost certainly see from in there uh, because I lost a fight in Sarnia, Ontario playing ice hockey um, and uh, got a, a bit of an injury to my left eye that uh, persists to this day if my system is not totally hydrated. Uh, when's the last time you were in a, a legitimate fist fight, Jay? Mine, I was 17 years old. I was like 12. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I am not a fighter. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm not a fighter, but oh, you are not. I mean, I'm not good. You know, I'm not going to let anybody like beat me up or anything like that. If, if you got to fight, you got to fight. But I don't, you're not I'm a fighter, but fight. you're also not a punk, is what I'm hearing, right? I mean, that's, that's exactly that's, it. Yeah, is what it is. That's a, right. There's, yeah. there's a line there's between a, those things. That's a, right. There's a line of a uh, you know a pretty popular Tupac song that starts with that same sentiment. Yeah. I, yep. Yep. We're not. Yep. Just uh, use the word sentiment. We're going to move on. Uh, Texter, we'll mm-hmm. wrap it up. Some of these uh, these are great texts about the, the video games. I would use Vince Young in Texas to beat all my college buddies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheat code stuff right there for sure. Vince Young. Uh, o- 06 Ohio State, uh, Troy Smith. Oh, if yeah. I right. couldn't find, if I couldn't find Ted Ginn or uh, San Antonio Holmes on a go route, I would just run with Troy Smith everywhere. <laughs> Texter asking, what difficulty level did you play on? And that's a great question. I am actually the guy who ups the difficulty level season to season if I've got a good team and like I'm starting a new 
you know, dynasty or something, and I want to try, you know, something a little bit more difficult. But I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who are happy winning, you know, soccer games twenty to nothing. How about Jay Davis? Did you up the difficulty on your games? Yeah, it was always Heisman. We we would, I would play against a computer. I'd play on Heisman, and when I was playing against people, I think we usually play on All Americans. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, Texter, NFL primetime 94-95 was my go-to in grade school. I love that game. That's another one that's in my blind spot. I don't know anything about that. Huh. There was another one I was thinking about it when I got my I got my I got the PlayStation 1 for Christmas in 96 and I had Madden, I think I had Tekken and like Twisted Metal, but I had NFL game day too, and that was the one where like every all the guys were shaped like boxes. Hmm. But for some reason I loved that game. So yeah, that, I think they only made like one or two years of that too. Wow, there you go. All right, how about that? All right, Jay, well, I'm going to let you get going, man. I'm going to wrap up the show here. We will talk to you. Uh, I will not talk to you next week. I will be out next week. Uh, Bulls versus Blazers, 91 coming down on the text line. I love that. Um, but, yeah, uh, we uh, you will get uh, Zachy C next week if he is uh, if he is feeling healthy. So I, I warn you ahead of time, and good luck with the uh, podcast and Ennis on Tuesday. All right, we got you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Jay. Talk to you next week. There you go. Jay Davis. He's presented by our friends again at Lana Sports, L-A-N-A Sports dot com. Make sure that you um, uh, you are all uh, tapped in on that. Um, Okay, so so Tanner, I'm sure you're you've you've been around Bob. So this is actually very apt for you. So you you've gotten to call some people probably producing maybe a Jay Billis or somebody that's that's pretty famous yeah right Seth Greenberg Seth Greenberg's a good one right one. okay yeah and you get to you get to know them a little bit right you probably chat with them a little bit right yeah, how's totally. Seth nice he's guy good. right he's super nice there it is okay Steve Kornacki is going to be on the podcast today the guy was on Jimmy Kimmel on Monday he just emailed me to apologize his flight at LaGuardia is stuck on the tarmac he's running a little late can we move to four fifteen instead of four sounds like LaGuardia. I'll he, tell you that. He does not have to do that. But that's the nice guy that's you credit. Yeah. How about that? Thank good you. guy. Good guy. Uh, Texter NCAA with Donovan McNabb at Syracuse with Kadri Eshmael was underrated too. God, that's a good one, man. What's one Dwight player? Dwight Freedy on defense. That's a blades of steel. Look, the NHL, the, 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 the hockey games on the original Nintendo, blades of steel and just ice hockey, they're in a different group. I'm not going to compare them to the Sega games. They're in a different group. They're fantastic. They're awesome. They have their little quirks to them. They're very video gamey, but they're fantastic. So I'm not, they're in a very different spot. Go ahead, Chad. What's one player though since it was NCAA 14 that we like missed out on? Lamar. Lamar. Oh yeah, it's obviously Lamar. Lamar. No, it's Lamar. Period. Yeah. No, that conversation begins and ends with Lamar Jackson. It does. Fair enough. Unbelievable. Because he's got every bit of the arm strength and accuracy on that side, and then obviously what he can do with his legs. Yeah, it's true. Lamar Jackson. It's not even a... I mean, I don't... That's it. Maybe like a Baker Mayfield in college, just because of I was going to say Baker or yeah, Baker's Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes, obviously. Texas Tech, those teams in general, probably score 100 points a game. Alright, we're hearing music. I got to interview other people off air and play it for you tomorrow on air. This is Rippo and Co. ESPN 680. 105.7. I'll be back at 10 tomorrow. We'll do some horse racing. We'll get you ready for some basketball games. And I hope you're here at 10 as well. Have a great day, everybody.